three times a year, the Jewish people had a mitzvah to make a pilgrimage to the Holy Temple. Pesach, Shavuos, and Sukkot. These were the three major holidays of the year when we went up to the Beis Hamikdash to bring sacrifices and to see the glory of Almighty God. In the end of the parasha of Pinchas, it talks about the sacrifices that were offered throughout all the holidays. And then the final holiday, which is the holiday of Sukkot, it goes on to explain the 70 bullocks that were brought onto the altar in honor of the 70 nations of the world. As the Talmud says, if the nations of the world would know how much power and energy and blessing and success they received from these 70 bullocks, not only would they have not destroyed the Holy Temple, they would have surrounded it to protect it from any enemy. And it's interesting that we read this parsha, the parsha of Pinchas, that talks about these 70 bullocks, the first Shabbos of the three weeks, which is called Ben HaMetzorim. These three weeks are the three weeks when the walls of Jerusalem were breached, and ultimately it ended up on the ninth of the month of Av, when the first temple was destroyed and the second holy temple also was destroyed. So this is a parasha that gives us inspiration how to deal with this terrible tragedy that took place in world history and Jewish history. We read here, After all of these three major holidays, the last day of the third major holiday, which is Sukkot, because Pesach is the first, Shavuos is the second, Sukkot is the third. It says like this, in verse number 35, on the eighth day, it shall be a day of restraining to you. And therefore, what does that mean? It says the Torah, you shall not perform any type of labor on this day. And then it goes on to say, you shall bring an offering, one bullock, one ram, etc., etc. Now, Rashi here on this verse tells us the following. He gives us two or three interpretations. He says, what is the meaning atzeres tiyelechem? It should be a day of atzeres. Says Rashi, the word atzeres means it shall be a restraining for you. Therefore, atzurim basiyas melacha. This means you are restrained with respect to doing work. You want to do work, but you have to hold yourself back. That is the meaning of atzeres. Dover acher, alternatively, another interpretation. Atzeres what does the tzedes mean? You have to restrain from leaving Jerusalem. You all came up to Jerusalem to bring these sacrifices. Now you have to restrain from leaving Jerusalem. This teaches us, says Rashi, you need to sleep over in Jerusalem that night. You cannot go outside of the walls of Jerusalem and sleep somewhere else. But you had to sleep there. Now, you can imagine the Airbnbs that are killing that night. All the Jews are coming and they're sleeping there in Jerusalem that night and you have to stay there. It's a Torah law. 
So this is the meaning of atzeres. Number one is you refrain and restrain from doing work. Number two, you refrain and restrain from leaving the city. And you have to sleep there overnight. And then Rashi goes on to say, we have an interpretation in the Agadah, in the Talmud, that deals with the homiletics of the Torah. Because all the days of the festival, we brought 70 bullocks corresponding to the 70 nations of the world. And now we are about to leave Jerusalem, go back to our respective homes. The omnipresent God tells his Jewish people, his people of Israel, you should know, I request of each and every one of you, make for me a small festive meal, so that I may have pleasure from you. Till now, we were celebrating with the nations of the world. Now I want an intimate relationship, an intimate meal, just me and the family. Therefore, bring one bullock, one ram. Keneged Yisrael, corresponding to Israel. Sheheim echod l'kajbaruchu v'thea one to the holy omnipresent. And therefore, his akfuli ma'at oid linger a bit more, stay one more day in Jerusalem. And according to some versions of Rashi, he goes on to say, This is an expression of endearment, like children who take leave from their father. And again, in other versions of the Rashi, it goes on to say, And he says to them, God tells every single one of his children, each one of us, he tells us, Your departure is hard for me. And therefore, linger one more day. This is what the message of Atzeres is. This is the theme of the final holiday, which is called Atzeres. Now, the, the Gemara in the tractate of Sukkot tells us that Atzeres, the holiday of Atzeres, is actually a holiday on its own. It's like a fourth holiday. Even though it's a one-day holiday, it's a holiday on its own. And we'll soon see what that means. So we have over here the Pshat, Rashi's interpretation of the Torah. We know Rashi is talking to a five-year-old child. A five-year-old child who begins to learn the Torah, Rashi is his teacher. And Rashi now gives three interpretations for the word atzeres. Now, why do we need three interpretations? In most places, Rashi gives one interpretation, sometimes a second one. But why here three? So let's analyze the interpretations of Rashi. There's a famous rule when it comes to Rashi, and that is Rashi does not ask the question. He just gives the answer. We need to give the question. And therefore, we need to ask, what is bothering Rashi? Why is Rashi telling us this? And the answer is, that what is bothering Rashi is, when it comes to all the other holidays, Pesach, the first day, the last day, Shavuos, Sukkis, Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, 
The Torah tells us that these are holidays and therefore they are called Mikre, Mikra Kodesh. They are called holy days. Mikra Kodesh. And what does Kodesh mean, holy? Says the Rambam. The Rambam says, when it's called a holy holiday, it means that we are prohibited from doing work. It's holy. It's sanctified unto God. Dedicate your time to God and therefore don't be involved with labor. That's why it's called holy. Rashi has a problem here. It's bothering Rashi that when it comes to Atzeres, which is a holiday, it doesn't say the word Mikra Kodesh. If you look through all the verses, when it comes to Atzeres, it does not say the word Mikra Kodesh, you shall call it holy. Why not? This is what bothers Rashi. And for this, Rashi now gives three interpretations. Number one, therefore, Atsuri means it's a day that you refrain from doing work. In other words, it's a holiday on its own. It's a special holiday. It's not a holiday that is holy, and because it's holy, therefore we refrain from work. But the holiday itself is a day that we refrain from work, not because it's holy. Now what does that mean? We'll soon see. So the word atzeres means to refrain from work. That's why you refrain from work, not because it's holy. However, it's incomplete. The answer is incomplete because we are dealing here with karbonus. The main theme of this part of the Torah is the sacrifices, the sacrifices that were brought on these days. Why then would Torah tell us at this time that you refrain from work? It's really primarily focusing on these sacrifices. So because of this question, Rashi gives us another answer. And he says, what is the meaning of Atzeres? Refrain from leaving Jerusalem. Why? Because you brought the sacrifice, you should stay here together with your sacrifice. In other words, you sleep over in Jerusalem that night because we're bringing a Musaf sacrifice on behalf of all the Jewish people and therefore you have to represent the Jewish people. It's like, I, I made a meal for you, but you don't show up. So if we're bringing a sacrifice, you need to show up. So sleep over in Jerusalem that night. However, this doesn't answer the question of Mikrokoidish, why the Torah does not call this festival a holy festival. Rashi now gives us another interpretation. And he says, you should know it's based on the following homiletic interpretation. And that is, there was a father who told his children, till now we had a party for everybody else. Now I want to spend some intimate time just with you alone. So the first seven days, all the kings of all the nations of the world were coming to Jerusalem to participate in this big festival. And therefore the king brought 70 bullocks to honor all these kings of all the nations that came to Jerusalem. Now he says goodbye to all the kings. And he calls his children together. And his children that traveled from all parts of Israel. And his children who traveled from the diaspora. And from all parts of the world that came to Jerusalem. He says to his children. Now we're having a closed door party. Just us. No one else is invited. It's just me and you. Daddy and children. Mommy and daughters and sons. It's a family party. And this is the idea of atzeres, 
idea of gathering all the children together. And God says to us, you should know, it is very difficult for me to see you depart. And therefore, we're going to spend one day together. So this is the general interpretation of Rashi. And this final homiletic interpretation of that Goddard really answers the other questions. And that is, why do we stop doing work this day? Not because it's a holy day, it's a family day. And therefore, because it's a family day, you sleep over. It's a pajama party. We're staying together. We're going to spend 24 hours together. You don't go somewhere else. Stay in my house. Why do you have to go to a hotel when I have 20 bedrooms here? Stay with your daddy. Stay with your mommy. Stay together in Yerushalayim in Jerusalem. So the third answer really gives clarity on the first two answers of Rashi. It's not Mikro Koidesh. It's not a holy day. It's a family day. This is Rashi. This is Pshat. What is the remez? What is the hint? The hint is very simple. When one learns the Parsha and one begins to read about the sacrifices and going up to Jerusalem and then you say to yourself, look, where am I now? I'm not in Jerusalem. I'm in the diaspora and there's no holy temple. This has to create a yearning and a pining for the rebuilding of the holy temple. And that is why every day in our prayers we say, in the Amidah, we say, may our eyes behold your return to Zion in mercy. Blessed are you, Lord, who restores his divine presence to Zion. We know we're not allowed to make a blessing in vain. You can't make a brach on an apple and not eat the apple. We can't make a blessing in vain that God's Shekhinah is going to return to Zion and it's not going to happen. So the blessing gives us this trust in God and this belief and to strengthen our belief and trust that it's going to happen very soon. We're going to see God return to Zion. We're going to see the rebuilding of the Holy Temple. We're going to see all the children of Israel come together in Jerusalem. We're going to spend the night together in Jerusalem with the sacrifices, with this day of joy and rejoicing. This is the Remes. What is the Drush? What's the homiletics? The Alter Rebbe writes in Tanya that every rabbinic law has its origin in the Torah. In other words, there are 613 biblical commandments, Torah commandments. There are how many rabbinic laws? Seven. Seven rabbinic commandments. However, says the Alter Rebbe, that even though it's seven rabbinic commandments, independent commandments, each one of these seven has its origin in Torah law. And it needs its origin in Torah law to receive its strength and its validity. For example, the mitzvah of lighting Hanukkah candles is not a Torah law, it's a rabbinic law. What's the source in the Torah for the Hanukkah candles? Well, one can argue that it's the menorah in the Beis Amikdash the menorah and the holy temple. And just like we lit the menorah daily, now we continue to light the menorah on the holiday of Hanukkah. But it's interesting to note that according to the Talmud, it says you shall place the mezuzah on the right side and the menorah on the left side. 
Now everything in Torah, generally speaking, is done on the right. Always you wash your hands on the right, which by the way, right, washing your hands is a rabbinic commandment before you eat bread, one of the seven commandments. So the idea of placing the menorah on the left side, where do we get it from? What is the origin in the Torah? Our rabbis tell us it's from the mitzvah of tefillin. Because tefillin is ayad keha, your weaker hand, your left hand. So you have the box on the top, and you tefillin on your left hand. The menorah is a derivative of tefillin, and it's put on the left side. So every rabbinic law has an origin in the Torah. So now, there is a concept called Yom Tov Sheni Shal Goliot, the second day, the second day of the holiday. According to Torah, all the major holidays are only one day. Yet, outside of Israel, we have two days. The second day is a rabbinic holiday. Now, where is the origin of the rabbinic holiday? The origin of the rabbinic holiday is this holiday of Atzeres. This holiday of Atzeres, which is the final day of all the holidays, is the day that God says, make for me a holiday. I made you all these holidays. I gave you Passover because I took you out of Egypt. I gave you Shavuot. I gave you the Torah. I gave you Sukkot because I put clouds of glory around you. Now you make for me one holiday. So God is giving us the power. And he's also implying that he wants us to make a holiday for him. And that is the holiday of Atzeres. Because we have this holiday of Atzeres, now the rabbis come along and say, we're going to make an additional holiday. Pesach, you only have one seder in the Torah, we're going to do two seders. Shavuot, you only eat blintzes for one day, we're going to eat cheesecake for two days. We're going to add a day. Rosh Hashanah only needs one day to blow shofar, we're going to make two days. Now, in truth, they were going to do the same thing with Yom Kippur. But Jews like to eat, so we said forget about it. One, one day is enough to fast. One day is good. We'll skip that holiday. Yom Kippur is one day. No more. But all the other holidays, we add an additional day. Now, we find when it comes to the additional day of the holiday, we find two extremes. On one hand, we say, Ein the second day of the holiday is not as stringent as the first. There are different laws that apply to the second day of the holiday. The most obvious one is when it comes to burial. According to Torah law, if God forbid a person dies on Yom Tif, on the second day of Yom Tif, you, which means the Jewish people, are allowed to participate with the burial from A to Z. Why? Because it's the day, the second day is rabbinic. And therefore you have the leniency to bury, because bury is a mitzvah. To bury the dead is a mitzvah. So the burial of, of bringing the, the dead right away to their eternal rest is a very positive thing. It brings peace to the soul. And therefore you can do it on the holiday. In many places they do it today, the second day of Yom Tif, they bury. So there's a leniency. On the other hand, there's a stringency. And that is God says, pertaining to the rabbinic holidays, says the Talmud, God says, these holidays are sweet to me. Chavivin alai divrei 
is beloved to me, the laws of the rabbis. Why? Because the children created that law. The children created that holiday. And therefore God says, wow, you did it for me? That's more precious than I did it for you. So this is the drush. This is the homiletics. In other words, the halacha in Torah is from Atzeres. From this holiday of Atzeres, we derive the concept of the second day of Goliath, the second holiday that is rabbinic. What is soid? What is the esoteric pertaining to the holiday of Atzeres? The three major holidays represent the three fathers. Pesach, Shavuos, and Sukkot. Pesach represents Avraham. Shavuos represents Yitzchak. And Sukkot represents Yaakov. What does Atzeres represent? In Kabbalah we are told that Atzeres represents Joseph. It's a fourth holiday. It's a holiday on its own. And therefore it represents the concept of Yosef. What does Yosef mean? To add. To add. That we add a holiday. In other words, God is telling us, add for me a day. And in truth, this gives us the power throughout the entire year. Anything that we do, that we have the ability to add more. The Torah says do this, but we can do more than the Torah says. This is the requirement. This is our obligation. But we can go beyond the letter of the law. We have the power of Yosef. We have the power to add, which comes from Atzeres, which comes from the holiday of Atzeres, that God says, please make for me a holiday. What does Chassidus say? Two points. Number one, the word Atzeres, according to Chassidus, means klita, which means ingathering, absorption. In other words, we just had Rosh Hashanah, you just had Yom Kippur, you had now the seven days of Sukkot. Now, after all of this, absorb it, take it inside. Till now, it was more external. We went through the motions, we went to the holidays, we prayed, we davin, we ate, we celebrated. Now take a moment and internalize it. Bring it into your heart, bring it into your soul, make it personal. And allow this to affect you throughout the rest of the year. Take it home with you. Don't leave it in the synagogue, don't leave it in the sukkah, don't leave it in the voice of the chauffeur. Bring all of this inside of you. And in truth, it's not only for these few holidays in the month of Tishrei, but it's really for Pesach and for Shavuos and Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur and Sukkot. The final day of all these holidays is at Tzedes. It's a time of ingathering. Take all of these inspirations and make it yours. Internalize it. Let it be absorbed in your blood veins, in your system, in your psyche, in your emotion. That every day of your life you should think about the Rosh Hashanah, the blowing of the shofar, that accepting the yoke of God. Every day of your life, remember Yom Kippur that if you make a mistake, you can return to God. It's never too late. Every day of your life you should have with you sukkis. Sukkis is what? Joy. Be joyous every day. Be dancing. Why? You don't need a reason why. Just dance. Every day of your life, Pesach, which means go beyond your limitations. Don't be happy with your lot. Don't be happy with your success. Say, look, I got to do more today. I got to leave my Egypt. Shavuot is the Torah. Every day we learn Torah. So the idea of Atzeres tells us that we need to bring everything inside of us and personalize it, absorb it, 
to become part of your bloodstream. Finally, as Rashi tells us elsewhere, that this day is associated with God saying, let's have one final get-together. Why? Because you're going back home. And kosha olai pridaschem. It's difficult for me to see your separation. Now, it doesn't say to see our separation. Rather, it says your separation. Why? It says chassidus like this. God never separates from us. God is everywhere. So, yes, it's true, when we go to Jerusalem, we get inspired. But God is not only in Jerusalem. God is everywhere. As we say in the Shema, Here, O Israel, God is our Lord, God is one. When you say God is one, you have in mind, Echad is Dalid. Ches Aleph, or Aleph Ches Dalid. You think backwards. Dalid are the four corners of the world. God is all, everywhere, in all four corners of the world. And not only on the physical plane, but all the heavens, the seven heavens. And the Kisiyah Kavod on the heavenly chariot or the heavenly throne. God is everywhere. From the highest levels to the lowest levels, all four corners of the spatial world. He's everywhere. And therefore God never separates from us. If anything, we separate from Him. And furthermore, God sees how the children separate from each other. When you come together to the shul on the holidays, you're united as one. What happens after you leave? Do you call each other? Do you speak to each other? Do you help each other? Do you care about each other? Or all of a sudden, you don't know each other. And God says, Kosha It's so difficult for me to see when my children are not getting along. You are all my children. I love every single one of you. And you have to support each other and care for each other. And that is the idea of Atzeres, the idea of unity, the idea of bringing in all of these holidays and to live it every single day of your life. To conclude with one very short story, there was a fellow who used to come to the Rebbe from time to time, and he was part of the Machri Shual group. This was a, an elite group that supported 770 and Lubavitch, and the Rebbe would have a special gathering for these people. And the wife of one of these people had already two hernia operations. And she was in terrible pain, and nothing was happening. When he came to the Rebbe at this occasion, he told the Rebbe, my wife is in terrible pain, what should we do? We have a third operation scheduled, but we're very concerned that she should be successful and happy and healthy. And the Rebbe said to this young man, tell the doctor, when he goes in, he should go deeper. Because this is not a normal, average operation. He should go deeper. Now, this gentleman was a bit concerned because the doctor was Armenian, he wasn't Jewish, and he's now an Orthodox Jew, and he's going to tell the doctor what to do. But he figured if the Rebbe tells me, i got to tell him. So he goes to the doctor, he says, Doctor, excuse me, please, I'm sorry, I feel very uncomfortable telling you this. I know you know your thing, but you know, I'm, I'm an Orthodox Jew, and I go to my chief rabbi, the Lubavitcher Rebbe, and I mention this situation, and he said, I should tell you that this is not the average operation. you got to go a little deeper. The doctor made no response, said nothing. He went into the operation, he came out, and he said, your rabbi was right. I had to go deeper. I wasn't going to, but he told me, I went deeper, and we solved the problem. Thank God your wife's going to be okay. This is what Atzeres is all about. It's about going deeper. 
we had the holidays, we ate the cheesecake, we ate the falafel, we ate the hummus, we had the gefilte fish, we had the soup, we were dancing, we said a few lachaims, a little vodka, a little scotch. We had a good time. But now, the final day at Seres is the day you got to go deeper. You got to absorb all of these holidays and make it yours. So we hope and pray to see the Shekhinah return to Jerusalem with mercy, with the coming of Mashiach, and once again to celebrate all of these holidays together with all our brothers and sisters throughout the entire world.